0: If, if, if your parents here, you are, you are so proud, seeing your little son or daughter stand before you, performing, dancing, singing, wow, memorizing scriptures, yeah. Your, your child, your little child is memorizing scriptures, and he's able to see scriptures instead of memorizing something else. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wow! It's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to have children who are being filled with the word of God. That's right. Wow. Yeah. We thank God so much for blessing us with such wonderful children. And we thank God for church. We thank God that we have the opportunity to come before him and to have a time of fellowship with him. That's right. Hallelujah. Yeah. I want, I want to thank uh, our reverend ministers for giving us this opportunity to demonstrate our talents as kids. And I want to especially thank Reverend for this opportunity to stand here before this. I, I, I don't know if I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Daddy, God bless you so much. God bless you so much for uh, this great opportunity. <laughs> and, and for blessing me like this. I see this opportunity as a great blessing. I see it as a door that is kind of leading to greater things in Jesus' name. Yeah. So may God greatly bless you. May God greatly reward you. And may God greatly increase your ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. May this ministry reach the ends of this earth in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, Anyway, there's there's a hymn that I wanted to sing before starting. And anyway, I'm I'm not going to sing it (laughs) alone. Yeah. So there's a hymn, "Trust and Obey." When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He shares on our way while we do His good will. He abides with us still and with all who will trust and obey when we walk with the lord in the light of his word when we walk with the lord it's a blessing to have children walking with the lord they are not growing up to be trained by the systems of this world they are growing up with the lord walking with the lord in the light of his word I want you to sing it with meaning. sweet, we will sit at his feet. Sweet fellowship, Enjoying sweet fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Sitting at the feet of the Lord. Having such a wonderful fellowship with the Lord. I want you to understand the time you come to church that you do not come to meet men. You do not come for any other social gathering. It is a great opportunity to meet the Lord. The Lord is very real. And it's real to who diligently seek him. Sweet fellowship with the Lord, sitting at his feet. Even as you walk through the streets, walking to work, walking back, you are walking by his side in the way. Walking by his side, yielding to his instructions. Whatever he says, that is what you are doing. You are walking with the Lord and as you walk with the Lord in the light of his word, your life is destined for glory. Hallelujah. So today we're talking about wisdom, knowledge, and grace for the establishment of today's child. The theme for the year for for the church is wisdom, knowledge, and grace. Shall be the stability of your times. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this great opportunity. We thank you for this moment. Spirit of God, our hearts are open unto you. Minister unto us. Bless every life here. In the name of Jesus, may the purpose for which you have gathered your children in your presence be fully fulfilled. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for being with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wisdom, knowledge, and grace for the establishment of today's child. Wisdom, knowledge, and grace for the establishment of today's child Luke chapter 2 verse 40 Luke chapter 2 I'm going to read verse 40 then I'll read verse 52 then we will get back to our scripture Isaiah 33 verse 6 Amen Luke 2:40 And the child grew waxed strong in spirit filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And the child grew, was strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The child grew. You know, we we, we have been doing our best to train our children. They are, they are born helpless. Then we try to feed them. We try to give them lactogen. We give them milk. We give them... so. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's that's, that's what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, I mean, what are we trying to do? We are trying to feed them so that they grow. They grow. But there's something that we read about Jesus here. The Bible says that the child grew. He didn't just grow, but he also grew strong in spirit. Man is a spirit. He has a flesh, and he, he has a soul, and he lives in the body. So, if you, he, he did not just grow by just uh, taking milk and no, he didn't just do that. But the Bible said he also grew strong in spirit. That's right. the, child. the child grew as we are doing our best to raise our children, as we are doing our best, as we are feeding them, buying the best of food for them, trying to make them look so good, nourishing them we must remember that there's one component of the child that must not be left out the bible says the child grew was strong in spirit your child is not just going to grow physically he's not just going to drink so much milk and look so not, not, not just that but he he is also supposed to grow strong in spirit not don't stop. They're filled with wisdom. Their child must grow strong in spirit, filled with wisdom and grace. Hallelujah. Amen. We are Christians. We are complete people. We, we are not like any ordinary man. And so are your children. Your children are not supposed to be like any other person. Verse, verse 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. And in favor with God and with man. Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. So he did not just increase in stature. He didn't just grow physically, but he also increased in wisdom. In favor with God and in favor with man. That is exactly the situation with our children. Our, our, our scriptures in Isaiah thirty-three verse 6 says that, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times what is needed for your establishment? your establishment the establishment of today's child is wisdom and knowledge wisdom and knowledge is required for the establishment of today's child wisdom and knowledge you know isaiah the, the prophet he was just like like most of the prophets of god they were just young people Young people. Jeremiah was so young. Daniel was young when they, he was captured. With his, they were just young when God called them. When God called Jeremiah and told him that before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Amen. So the child, no matter how he, see, he he looks now, he might he might look Helpless. He might look yeah, fragile, but he carries a great agenda for the world. Yeah. Every child that you see, yeah. do, not, do not take it for granted. If you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, then know that your child is someone special God has sent to the world. Yeah. You cannot be a Christian and you leave your children to grow up to become something else. If you're a Christian, your children are Christian. That is why we dedicate them here. That is why when they are born, we bring them to church to be dedicated. It means they are Christians. And because of that, you must understand that God is sending this child to the world to accomplish a purpose. There are so many problems in this world. For any of these problems to be solved, God sends a child. God sends a baby. It's amazing. That there was one, one time in Bethlehem, a baby was born lying in a manger with, with goats and sheep. That baby that had been born in a small town called Bethlehem, and the baby was with goats and sheep. That baby, the Bible says, was the one who was carrying the salvation of the whole world. Fullness of God in a helpless baby. God himself in a helpless baby, the salvation of the world. That baby that had been born, I want you to understand, you, you see your, your, your child so, so small, don't look down upon him. He carries a great agenda for the world. He carries a mission that transcends generation. The mission of all the people who yielded themselves for God to use. It has transcended generations, and it's amazing that whenever the people of the world are crying, today there's so much tears, there's so much cry, so much trouble all around us. And whenever we hear Christ going up to heavens to God, and God decides to respond to any of the cry, what he does is that he sends a baby. In Egypt, the Israelites, they were in bondage, they were in affliction, they were suffering, they were crying day and night to God, wondering when God was going to deliver them. When the time came, when God said, I have heard the cry of my people, and I am come to deliver them, when when he, he said, I have heard the cry, I am coming, God said, I am come to deliver them, God is coming to deliver the people from affliction, he sent a baby. It was a baby that was sent. God says, "I am come to deliver them." You don't know your little child. You don't know It is God coming to bring a solution to the problem of the world. Maybe there's an outbreak of a disease that has no cure, and people have been dying of it. People have been dying of it. People have been dying of, been dying of Ebola, and so many, and 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 they are crying to God, "Oh God, when are you coming?" God says, I am come to deliver them. It is your child. You don't know. That little boy who is always crying and disturbing us. The answer to the problems of this world is the little boy that has been sent here. That is the reason why God is careful about children. That is the reason why when people were despising their children, Jesus said, come on. Give their children the chance to come to me. Let them come. Don't 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 hinder them. For this, this is the kingdom of heaven. Don't hinder them. Jesus valued their children. He says that their angels are always before God. They are angels. Because God, God knows what is in them. They might look ordinary. They might look little, but there's a great treasure in them. God alone knows what He has sent. And that's the reason why the devil always tries to stop them. Our, our topic says wisdom, knowledge, and grace for the establishment of today's child. Today's child. There's a reason why I, I, I included today's child. There's an emphasis on today's child. In this generation, wisdom, knowledge is required for the establishment of today's child. Philippians chapter 2, verse 15. That you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as light in the world. In this generation, the Bible says that this is a crooked and twisted generation. In the midst of a crooked and twisted generation. Do you understand the word twisted? Crooked. Crooked and twisted generation. That means there is a generation who knows that we all know that this is this is black and this is white but a generation comes and they say that no this is white and this is black and they give reasons why reasons to convince themselves why this is black yeah a generation comes they will pick this and they will do a research and provide reasons why this is black. Twisted generation. Twisted. What is known to be white, the twisted generation will redefine it as black and will prove that it is black. They will do everything to convince themselves to prove that this is black. And every, so that when you come and you say that, no, this is white, the whole generation will turn at you where are you coming from, what is wrong with you because the twisted generation has managed to redefine what is supposed to be pure, what is supposed to be holy, what is supposed to be excellent, something beautiful as coming to church, fellowshiping with God, receiving wisdom and good morals for your life twisting it and looking down on it and making more clear of it, what is supposed to be beautiful and so glorious as coming to church renouncing the things of this world, the foolishness of this world, you are leaving the foolishness of this world to come to church, to be with God. There's a generation that will redefine it and make it black. A crooked and twisted generation. And they will not end there. After convincing themselves, they now make sure that they send it to our schools to make sure, okay, now, we have proved that this is black. So now let's start teaching our children, explaining and convincing them why this is black. Yeah. It is not part of the syllabus to ensure that our children are convinced that this is black. The children who have been sent as the answer, the solution of this world, they have been sent into this twisted generation. This generation is trying to convince them, give them a lie that this is black, this is White. This generation is proving to their children to the one God has sent, Preach. Preach. the innocent baby God has sent. Yeah. He's growing up, and instead of growing up to understand and see that this is white, he is being—he's growing up to be taught to 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 be. He's being schooled. He's being educated. His mind is being reprogrammed to see this as black. What is the hope of such a child? How can such a child come to fulfill his purpose? How can such a child be established? How can such a child accomplish his mission in this world? Ephesians four seventeen 17 and 18. Ephesians yeah. 4, 17 and 18. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. This is the generation we are talking about. Having their understanding darkened The devil has succeeded in darkening their understanding because they have been alienated from the life God has given. They have been separated from life. They have been separated from essence, meaning they have been separated from that. Because of that, their understanding is darkened. Their heart is blind. They cannot see anymore. They cannot see and interpret this as white anymore because their understanding has been darkened. All because they have been alienated, they have been separated from the life God has given. Imagine someone existing and walking in this world and having no God. Walking in this world and saying that, oh, there's no God. What, what, what does it mean? It means that we, we are just organisms that have been scattered in the, in the universe to just. Yeah, by chance, by accident. that have been just scattered in the universe to just display, display, display and go and die and go. Such a person has been alienated from the life of God. So he has no meaning to life. He sees no reason, he sees no value for his life. There's, there's no purpose for his existence because he has no God. He has been separated from the life God has given. God has given us life. And this life is in his son. He that has the son has life. They have been separated, alienated from the life God has given. Because of the ignorance that is in them. So they are no longer, they have no meaning for their lives anymore. There's no purpose. There's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of mission. There's no purpose. of the ignorance that is in them so life is meaningless so there's so so if if there's no reason for living then it means that i should just go about and just and just live anyhow because there's no purpose for my existence i don't have so if your child is trained to think like this what what kind of future do you do, do is there for him for such a child a child who grows up understanding that life has no meaning life has no purpose there is no god there is no assignments. There is no reason. The child who was sent to be the solution of the problems of this world, the baby that God sent, when God heard the cry of the people, he said, I have heard the cry of my people and I am come to deliver them. The child who was sent to come and bring them, he is the one who has been re who has been reprogrammed to think that there's no reason for this life. We, we just came by chance, so there's no reason to try to live and organize and ordered and a purpose life. Yeah. There is no hope for such a generation. Revelation 12. Can, can you start from verse 1? Okay. Alright, and there appeared a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she, being with child, cried, traveling in birth, and paying to be delivered. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. And he still drew the third part of the stars of the heaven and they cast them to the earth and the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born the reason why the devil has reprogrammed this generation and made have twisted the understanding of this generation is because of your child that has been born in this generation it's because of the child that has been born. It's because of the child God sent. Remember, when God sent Moses, immediately there was a law to ensure that every child, every male child that is born is killed. Just when Jesus was, was born, there's an instruction that every child, every male child in Bethlehem, uh, in, kill all of them. A dragon waiting to devour the child, the unborn baby. You have no idea. He told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So whenever you conceive, whenever you have a baby carrying something in your womb, you have no idea what you are carrying. The Lord has designed a solution in your womb. And that is what you are carrying. And because of that, there is a dragon waiting to devour that child even before the child is born there's a dragon waiting to make sure that the destiny of that child will not be realized it doesn't happen by chance that an innocent intelligent young guy grows up and starts smoking weed getting on drugs drinking it it doesn't just happen by chance it's because a dragon has been waiting for the child Looking at such a situation, it looks impossible for today's child to be able to survive the challenges of this age. You yourself, if you consider how the world was when you were young and now, the new rules, the new definition things that, 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 that used to be bad, that used, that's the whole generation understood as wrong. Today, you are shocked to realize that it is very normal. So, if this is if, 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 if this is the situation now, even you yourself doing your time when things were better. Look at how you struggle when you, you struggle to keep your feet. You now, your young baby has been born in a generation that has already redefined everything. That you you grew up knowing that this is black, and you saw it change, re, redefined to to, to um, I mean, you, 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 you grew up knowing that this is white, and you saw it redefined... To black by your generation now this baby has been born he just the first thing he gets to know is that this is black what's what is the future of such a child that is the reason why god has provided wisdom wisdom knowledge and grace that is what is important for the establishment of today's child in the faith it is possible for our children to be established firmly rooted and grounded in the faith it is very possible it is very possible. God has made it possible. With God, nothing shall be impossible. He has made it possible. He has provided the solution already. Remember that whenever Satan designed any weapon, God had already provided a solution. In the same way, God has already made available his wisdom. Wisdom for the child. 1 Corinthians 2, 7. Start from verse 6. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes. Remember that the wisdom of this world is, is a twisted wisdom. Remember that the wisdom of this world is a redefined wisdom. So he says that we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that come to nothing. The wisdom of this world, defining this as black, it comes to nothing. Following that wisdom, it ends you nowhere. Following that wisdom destroys your future. Following that wisdom destroys your destiny. It comes to nothing. Those who follow that wisdom, we see their end. We have seen their end. Those who started and said that. I was I was I was discussing something with 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 a friend. Uh, it, I, I was I was working and. I was thinking through how I was going to get a problem solved. So I walked outside, taking this through, thinking through it. And so, someone met me. Yeah, how's the work? And I was explaining, oh, yeah. It's, I'm just trying to figure something out. And she just listened for a while and just said, smoking helps. <laughs> it's it's smoking helps. of this world so those who started and who subjected themselves to that wisdom they started with that and today we see their end we see that they are now addicted they want to stop they cannot stop we see it we we, we see those whose future have been destroyed because of smoking because of weed because of drugs we see them but when they started it wasn't like that it was a wisdom that was presented to them it was presented to the... Oh, try this. This is good. This will make you smart. Come on. This will, this, this, this will quicken your, your mind. It will make you smart. Come on, try it. Try ah, Why don't you try these drugs This is good. And that is the twisted wisdom. It comes to nothing. It comes to nothing. It, comes to nothing. Yeah. it destroys your future. It destroys your, your destiny. Yeah. Seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world for our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. ESV, verse 7. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God. Because, of, because this generation has redefined wisdom, it says, but we impact a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. There's a wisdom, it's a mystery, because no one will understand, because now everyone sees this as black. So when the wisdom of God says it is white, no one understands it. It appears like a mystery to men. That is the secret and hidden wisdom. It appears foolish to decide on a Sunday morning. You could have gone to the park to play, to join friends, to go and drink, to smoke. But you've chosen to walk to church. And the world will wonder, what is wrong with you? They can't see the wisdom in walking to church. It is a hidden wisdom. It is a mystery. They don't know. But they don't know that your life is being transformed. They have no idea how wise you are becoming. They have no idea how powerful you are becoming. They have no idea how strong and fortified you are becoming by deciding to walk to church instead of walking out somewhere. The world cannot understand it, but you have discovered that wisdom. You have received that secret and hidden wisdom of God. And that is what God has made available unto us. Hallelujah. Your life cannot be the same when you choose to come here to receive the wisdom. And the good news is that God has made this wisdom available here in this house anytime we come here and we are receiving messages we're receiving teachings from reverend we are receiving it is wisdom we are receiving it is god ordained god has planned god knows your destiny he knows what he has designed you for and he knows how to get it there the bible says the steps of the righteous man they are ordered by the lord the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. God knows the destiny he has defined for your child, and he knows how he's going to guide him to the place. God guides and orders our steps through the situations we encounter day by day, through the people he brings into our lives, he guides and orders our steps. When he brings Reverend Chris into your life, it is for ordering your steps. Whenever you come here every Sunday, what you are receiving, it is a wisdom never taken for granted. God does not do anything by chance. The world may may, may think of chance, but God always has a plan. He orders the steps of the righteous man. Any message that we are receiving here, it has a purpose. It has an assignment in your life. If you are receiving wisdom for building, it has a reason as long as your mission in this world is concerned. There's a reason why you didn't find yourself in any other place but in this house to receive that wisdom. There's a reason. It is in line with your destiny. It is in line with your mission. That is the reason why you are in this house. Everything that you are receiving here, it is a wisdom God has carefully planned and arranged. And that is how is going to get you where he has destined you to be. If they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they had known, never take any wisdom you are receiving here for granted. Ne- 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 never look down on any of them. That's the rule of wisdom. In establishing your child making sure he's always here hallelujah Let, 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 let me just talk shortly about knowledge you know if you look at this twisted generation the best thing for us to do is to make sure we are equipped with knowledge the best thing for us to do as Christians in this generation where they are redefining everything and selling lies to us is to make sure that you are equipped with knowledge of the word you are loaded with the scriptures. That is what will make you firm. That is what will make you grounded. That is what will make you fortified. The knowledge is what is going to be your anchor. Colossians 2 6 and 7. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him. Rooted, rooted 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 and built up in him and established in the faith as he have been taught rooted and built up it is our responsibility as Christians the only way our children will be able to escape the dangers of this age is to get them rooted and grounded in the word get them rooted and grounded in the scriptures that is the only way rooted and big. That is what is going to be their anchor. That is what will, will sustain them. That is what will establish. Knowledge is what makes you stable. Yeah. If you don't have knowledge, you will be tossed to uh, Ephesians 4.15. If you don't have knowledge, you will be, you will be blown away by any wind. Yeah. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ. ness Ephesians 4.14 That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried away by every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. If your child is not established, a generation that has given reasons why reasons why this is black, A generation that has tried, if your child is not built, established in knowledge, they will meet the child and they will completely confuse the child. They will completely reprogram his mind with that corruption. That is why if you're a Christian, you must be equipped with knowledge. That is why our mom has taught us to fight shallowness, fight shallowness. Don't, don't accept, don't accept shallowness in your life as a Christian. Oh, yes. It is not okay at all that you are a Christian and maybe in your profession you have so much knowledge of your profession but you have less knowledge of the Bible. It is not okay at all. At all. The world makes it look okay but it is not okay at all. That you have so, knowledge, so much knowledge of pharmacy but less knowledge of the Bible. You have so much knowledge of nursing you have read so many books on nursing. You have read so many books, studied so much to be a nurse. And at the same time, you are a Christian and, and yet less knowledge of the Bible. You have not studied much of the Bible. You have not been reading Christian books. You have not been listening to messages. It is not okay at all. The world message looks like it's okay. It's not okay at all. The nurse is, You are a Christian. Christianity is your nature. You are a Christian. It's not a job. It is your nature. It is who you are. Spend more time establishing yourself in the faith. Spend more time understanding Christianity. Spend more time... Knowing what God has brought you on this earth for. That is when the reason, your reason can be fulfilled. That is when the nursing can be meaningful. That is when the pharmacy can be meaningful. When you have understood the reason why God sent you to the world. When you have understood and established your relationship with God firmly. From today, we are not going to be shallow Christians. From today, we are going to get rooted in knowledge. And we are going to equip our children. We are going to equip our children with this knowledge. Teach them scriptures. Let them memorize scriptures. Create a different environment from them. Show them from the influence of the world. The Bible says we are in the world, but we are not of the world. They may be in the world, but you can show them. You can build a hedge around them. As a parent, your influence on the child is very strong. If you take it serious, if you build a strong influence, wherever they find themselves. They will always sustain the faith. They will always remember. They will always come back to it. If you build the right foundation now, if the roots are deep enough, if the roots are not deep, the women, they get to school and they are told, oh, come on, they will, they will be rooted away right now. But if you, as a parent, you are the first person who has contact with the child, if you establish him very firm in the faith, the Bible says, by faith, Moses, when he was old, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Why? Because when the mother of Moses had the chance to take care of her, her, her son, she made sure they educated, they made him understand that look, you are going to Pharaoh's house, but understand that you were Hebrew. Understand that you your God is the God, is is is, is the Lord of the Hebrews. Your God is Yahweh. Understand that this God has a promise for us. This God has promised Abraham that he's going to make him a great nation. Understand that we we are not ordinary people like them. We have a God and we have a purpose. We have a a God and we have a mission on this earth. We have a God and there's a blessing defined for us. They, They built that foundation in him. So that no matter how much pleasures he was enjoying in Pharaoh's house, how much meat and better meat, because his father was a slave. He wouldn't get better meat for him. No matter the better meat he was getting in Pharaoh's house, the pleasures he was enjoying, he had received a strong foundation, so strong enough that no, no matter the pleasures, it could, it could not move him. It could not move him. It could not change his mind. Some people used to be Christians, but because they were not so deep, when they traveled for to a better place, to a greener place, they immediately forgot... For, Forgot where they came from. Because they are not rooted enough. Not rooted enough. Rooted and grounded. We are are building our children. We are establishing them in the faith. Teach them the right language to speak. You teach them the right language. If If you... If you build them with the right language, it will stay with them. I remember when I was growing up, there were certain words my parents would not allow it spoken in the house. Certain, we used to play with the friends out there and they would be insulting and saying certain profane words and we as children would we'll hear them, you come home, you also, by mistake mention it. You are trained that no, a Christian doesn't talk like that. You know, you see, so you give the child the reason why he is not like them. You tell him, no, a Christian doesn't talk like that. A Christian doesn't speak like that. A Christian, so he is programmed to know that I am a Christian. I am born of God. I have a God. Once the child is that built, because of that, when I was growing up, I realized that there was some of those profane words. It was not possible for me to say it. because Because I had been be, because i have been programmed i mean when i was you are growing up i mean it's the language you teach the child that he grows up speaking so i was i was i was trained not to speak that language so i was i never spoke that language i was no used to how to mention them i was no used to how to pronounce. i did, i never so when when i grew up i realized that it was it just couldn't come out of my mouth it doesn't just work my my i don't know i wasn't just used to them Yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> I, I really realized this when, at a point, when I was in the sec- secondary school, I was leading people in a Bible study, kind of teaching new converts. And as I was teaching, I was trying to tell them that, you see, there are certain profane words that you are not supposed to say. I was trying to give an example. Okay, like, and I realized that it was difficult. It was not, it just, it, it just cannot... Even the example cannot come out. Even the example. That's, that's exactly what happens when you, are, you make your children rooted and grounded in knowledge and the word. And when we do this, the grace of God will be abundantly available for us. The Bible says that God is able to make all grace abound toward you so that having sufficiency in all things, you abound in every good work. If you do this, you, you move God. You move the grace of God to be on your child. Yeah. Your, your child has the grace of God. Favor before God in favor with men. Because he has been distinguished from the rest of the world. God easily identifies that this is my son. This is someone peculiar to me. Wherever he finds himself, in school, in the street, wherever, he, there's an aura around him. There's a presence that keeps him. He might be innocent growing up, but there's something that is surrounded and that is preserving the child. That is called grace. An unusual ability is at work in the life of the child because of the foundation you have given unto him. So, as parents, understand that it's our role to guide the children to their destiny. And we are not going to fail on this mission. And I know that as we do this, grace is increasing in our lives. Grace is increasing upon their children. They are receiving divine wisdom. They are receiving divine ability in the mighty name of Jesus. From today, they are going to grow stronger and stronger in their faith. No evil shall be able to twist them. No situation, no weapon fashioned by the enemy against this generation shall prevail against our children in the mighty name of Jesus.